This is Back to Degrassi. Today I have a hilarious guest with me. He's a comedian of Toronto and filmmaker, Matt Clopet. Clopot. Clopot. I fucked it up. See? It's, it's, I always mess up people's names. No worries. I don't say them enough. Everyone around. gets my name wrong, so it's all good. But now I, I even had the hot tip. It's Clopot. Yep, rhymes with grow pot. There we go. That's what I tell people. That's what I should. That's what I should go with. I yeah. should. I should find Matt grow pot. <laughs> Was it Chantel Morostica rhymes with swastika. swastika? That's right. That's how she told me to remind. That's it. a good way of doing it. <laughs> Matt, good to have you here today. Good to be here. I'm a big fan. I know, man. It's awesome to have you on. What? Was your Degrassi background, though? What did you know about the show? So I'm, I guess, as I am a big fan of the show, I know all your terminology. Um, I'm uh, a second waiver. Oh. Uh, so I watched it, uh, I'm, I guess, I mean, I'm 29. I was probably, you know, 10 or 11 when it started every mm-hmm. airing on the CBC. That's right, uh, yeah. After school. So I'd come home every day and watch it. It was one of those things I kind of felt like I had discovered like none of my friends were watching it so i was like oh my god this is amazing television (laughs) and no one's watching it so man i just from like what i've seen in these episodes like in like i told you the recent one where they dropped an n-bomb i don't remember seeing that when i was younger i don't know if they dropped n-bombs on the cbc then after they might have like picked and choose which ones are aired or like re-edited i think a re-edit probably because these episodes too like the one that we watch these are like 29 minutes they're like a very odd yeah, yeah amount yeah. of time yeah they're so longer they episodes they weren't done to like the you know like 22 minute yeah. standard as well so i don't know it's kind of weird that way uh let's get right back into this episode so Go for it. final episode of season three yes. as well as the junior high it's called bye bye junior high uh first aired march 20th I put 1983, but I'm pretty sure it's 1989. <laughs> Definitely would have been then. I was two years old. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're even getting them like, oh, yeah, in the late 90s, kind of. Uh, yeah. That's when you were watching. Yeah, those yeah. CBC. I was re-watching them then, too. Okay. And uh, I feel like that's the time I remember the most when I think about watching it from that age. Because I did see them when I was younger, but I just didn't get them with my You would have watched them, I mean, I guess, week to week the first time but then the second time they were airing daily right so but because i was so young it was more like i was watching them with my brother and sister yeah. i would watch like two of we would yeah. all gather and watch like 90210 there were just shows more like family viewing kind of uh, <laughs> i guess okay. would have family teen melodrama <laughs> yeah it was we were, the whole thing mom dad we all got in no dad did not get in on those no, shows no. mom was there though she was nice right. <laughs> cool mom Okay, let's get right into this episode. Uh, cold open. Joey just asking Caitlin out nonstop. Yep. She's she's rejecting him too. Yeah, she is having none of it. No, no. Uh, because of in a previous episode, as we know, uh, Joey went to buy beer for the for Lucy's party. That's right. And got busted. Totally busted. So now he uh, he couldn't go to the party, and he stood her up. And now she's wondering if he's going to stand her up again. Yeah, it's exactly nailed the recap on that one. Wow, usually I have to do. <laughs> And the fire alarm starts going off, kind yes. of interrupting them. And it's been, they're saying, well, the sixth time this week. They're getting, they're very that's, unhappy. That's a lot of fire alarms in one week. I always liked fire alarms, though. I was like, I was Sweet. good with it. Yeah. yeah, we get to go outside. We're not in school. We're going to talk out there. It was a good thing. It was a good it thing. It was awesome. But they're like, oh, it's interrupting my exam. Yeah, the, the thing, the, the weird thing about the show is, although the kids kind of are painted as typical kids they don't like school and stuff they really are like oh we want to do this exam though (laughs) like if the fire alarm went off the middle of my exam i would be so pumped yeah they're a little too too wholesome maybe yeah definitely wholesome like they go overboard i guess we are pretty whole i guess it's like i went i came from a pretty wholesome elementary school though Mm. like no one even really like smoked at all it was in elementary school yeah like grade eight oh yeah see Oh, sorry. Yeah, because I went to a one to eight as well. Yeah, so I, went, I, I I had the junior high uh-huh, experience. Uh-huh. I ha- I went you know one to five, six to eight, nine to twelve. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you were discovering Degrassi right before you went to a junior oh, high. Oh, I too. was I was assuming this is what junior high is. Uh, like. <laughs> did that? How did what? How did that treat you when you got there? Um, rude awakening. <laughs> uh, you know, I luckily didn't get called a broomhead or get locked in any broom cupboards no uh absolutely, i'm almost sorry you didn't get that yeah i mean well there was we did get one thing where uh the grade eights would 
kept telling us there was a pool on the roof that only grade eights could Oh, they would do access. that one? Yeah. Oh. Um, and I was like, no, no, there isn't. And my <laughs> friends were like, oh, man, we can't go to the pool. And I was like, no, 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 guys, there's no pool. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was interesting to kind of watch a show about junior high before I went to junior high. Mm-hmm. Um, I assumed it was a little more like this than it was going to be. Uh, I think I assumed I would be a little more popular with like these kids. <laughs> I was not. Oh. Um but uh, no, it was it was interesting to kind of see that. Um, so then, after the fire alarm, when they're all walking out out of the class, finally Caitlin does agree to go to the final dance with Joey. But she has a caveat. She's like, if anything else goes wrong, we're done. Yeah, <laughs> which that was interesting because she really turned tail quickly on that one. She's like, no, Joey, we're not going together. All right, fine. Yeah, there, there was, was a, there was no real, he did not real convincing. Yeah, he was just like, come on, no, come on, all right. He didn't give. Yeah, that's actually true. The writers, the writers were a little bit lazy there. They didn't give bit, her any just, motivation. They no. were just like, you know what? That fire alarm is just gonna change everything. Yeah. <laughs> and as she agrees, the intro song kicks in. Oh, even before that, um, you know, they agree, and then. Um, I forget her name now. Uh, she is Kathleen's best friend. Uh, Melanie. Melanie goes, oh, I see you're going to the dance with uh, Joey. And then Caitlin goes, I know I shouldn't like him, but I do anyways. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which is pretty self-aware for like a 13-year-old. <laughs> I guess she's talking. I, I remember that. She, I, I thought that she was talking because he had ruined things in the past. That's why. I think it was more like a, like, I, I, I wish I could quit you kind of thing. But she also ruined a date from what I remember. Didn't she? Like, sounds like it. She's, she, she's kind of a ruiner. Because she wasn't allowed to go on a date, but she didn't want to cancel to the movie theater. Now I'm wondering if I mixed that up with Melanie. Mm-hmm. That was Melanie. Because yeah. they're the money. She had stole money oh, from her mom. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah but tw- Caitlin kind of sucks. Yeah. So, yeah. But I know. can't put that. I'm putting. I'm projecting Melanie on her. Yes, though, you are. So that's unfair. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes out of the intro, it's uh, to a taking test scene. I found this really long. Like this was yeah. like 45 seconds yes. of just test taking. Yeah. Nothing there at all. People outside. looking at each other. People writing. It was. It just felt. You know, it was one of those things in the editing room. They were like, we need an extra 30 seconds. Let's tack on 30 into this scene. Uh, also, weird thing that I noticed, Alexa with uh, with glasses. That that was weird to me, that she was just wearing glasses in that scene. Oh, yeah. yeah she took that. that just seemed rare. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I wonder if she just, like, as the actress, she had them, but, like, never really wanted to wear them yeah. except that. I don't know. Um, what I really liked, mm-hmm. I think it was, I think it was right after the cold open, or right after the uh, the opening, uh, the intro. Uh, Tessa and that other kid are playing tag. Mm-hmm. Um, how old would they be? So they're uh, they're grade eights, actually. They're grade eights. They are grade eights, and they're playing tag. Like, yeah. How old were you when you stopped playing tag? Because oh, because Scooter came in at pretty early, like season two, which is still part of. You know, like the the first year. Was he the one who was like bumped up a grade because he was too smart? Something like that. Yeah, I think he skipped a grade, but she's he, just there. Maybe she's, she's there. But also the kid with the blonde hair who Scooter's friends with. Is his name Bartholomew? Yeah, that's Bartholomew. Bartholomew. So he I is, is in the same class as Scooter. So it's like weird that, but you're right. They seem like they're a year a younger. Old. Yeah. They're also a little too old to be playing tag. Way I too think. old to be playing tag. And yeah. I wrote this down because uh, one of the twins, I can never remember which is which, um, <laughs> goes, stupid little kids. Yeah. Like they're a year younger than them, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe yeah. two if they bumped up a grade. Yeah, that's a little. But, that's what's a little confusing with their age because there must be grade sevens in the school, but like we're not really seeing them really too much. Them, we never yeah. we're not introduced to a whole new class. It, they just. Because the grade eights became the grade nines, and yeah. they're still at Degrassi half the day. It's a weird setup. Yeah, it's very odd. Um, also, at the end of the test, Wheels, he like he, he gets like no more time. I was like, really? You're not going to like help him out a little bit, I guess? Yeah, like, I mean, he's like, you can't give you any more time. Bring your test up. And I'm wondering how far into the test Wheels was. When he was like, you can't have any more time. Like, just scribble a couple answers down and you're done. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, he, the teacher was kind of a dick to him. A I little mean, bit, yeah. Wheels has been through some shit, let's been, be honest. I mean, and now this feels like an unfair comparison, but we're, I mean, Spike's getting some help as well. Spike's getting help. I'm, and I'm not, I mean, obviously she deserves it 
I'm just saying wheels maybe could have gone. I guess people did give wheels a fair shake. It has been a pretty long time since it happened. It's debatable. Yeah. I don't know. He's, he's also kind of in a dick about it all. Yeah, he hasn't been the best, but he's been improving of he, late in the semester. Yeah, his, his the last trimester, he said he's been getting better. Uh, so then when we get to the hallway after these, uh, there's those weird fire inspectors, or yeah. are they electricians? I, they work, I think they're trying to fix something for the school, or because the, the boiler is broken. Yes, That's but it's an thing. electrical problem with the boiler. Yeah, that's what they're saying. So that's why I don't know. They seem like, like lazy. fire. This, they had like fire written on them or something. So it's just they had lazy writing. And yeah. then they had the two cans of flammable. Um, <laughs> they're moving them around. Yeah. We better get moved. We don't know what's in them. We just know they're incredibly flammable. Oh, they're barrels of flammable. Yeah, you got to be a little careful. Bit of, a little bit of foreshadowing for later. <laughs> yeah, I like how they they just hint at it. Yeah. Um, there. I also like Joey's use of. The word dynamite, yep. <laughs> always. Yeah, he calls it, this is going to be a dynamite dance. Dynamite <laughs> dance, I like that. Uh, so then we go outside to Spike coming into the school, and she's complaining to her mom that she's got to buy more pills. The pill bills are really piling up for her. Gotta it's huge. Put, anyone who has yeah. a baby knows those nonstop pill bills. <laughs> and I was like, we can afford it yeah. on, on my hairdresser's salary. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I guess she was more like, no, we can afford this one. Yeah. Like, Next one, <laughs> nope. Emma You're might die. I'm only a hairdresser. I don't <laughs> afford a lot. These pills we can get, maybe not the next ones. And Spike's not motivated. She's not happy right now. No. Her mom asked her, she's like, don't you want to go to university? And she's like, Ugh. Spike's like, I don't even care. And no. she's over it. Um, we go back into the school. This is where I noticed the, the first time that the titular line is used when uh, Scooter and Tessa are running by, the tw- just like you said, the twins, yep, yep. and they're like, what, what was her line? Oh, kids or whatever. Oh, yeah, it was uh, stupid little kids. Yeah. As if they're four-year-olds <laughs> running around. <laughs> and and that's when uh, Lucy's like, don't worry, it's almost over. Bye-bye, junior yep. high. That's yep. pretty much all Lucy does this episode. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, she just keeps throwing out the title of the thing. My dad, actually, funny enough, every time in a movie... So a character says the name of the movie. Uh-huh. My dad claps. Oh, really? Yes, he does. Uh, how like slow clap? What are we talking about? Um, actually, pretty fast clap. It's odd. He's a weird dude. Okay, but I'll like, be, I'll be Lucy. You be your dad. Okay. Bye, bye, junior high. I like it. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Like in Lord of the Rings, when they're standing around, they go, "We are the Fellowship of the Rings." Oh, okay. Yeah. So he'll go with the subtitle too. Eh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is a weird dude, but he likes that. He loves loves when a character in a movie says the name of the movie. You know what? I like it too. I enjoy it. Some people think it's cheesy, but I think it's a good time. What yeah. about in a TV show? Does he do the research to find out the episode's name? Before oh, no, no, no. <laughs> he doesn't know how to use the internet. So, oh, okay. um, yeah. No, he, he wouldn't go that far. But, I mean, maybe if he was watching Friends and they're like, guys, we are friends. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if he would do that, but uh, I don't think he would know like the episode name. Yeah, because the name of Friends episodes too is always like the one, the one where the, Phoebe does the yeah. Yeah, it's always like so. That's that'd be it'd be really hard. It'd be with, weird to work those titles <laughs> into Friends, I guess. That would be awesome. But I like how he says if Friends is enough for him on Friends, <laughs> that would be awesome if that happened. <laughs> uh, so then we get to Spike in the school and Miss Avery is giving her the special circumstances test. That's the only way I can describe it. Yep. <laughs> and yep. she lets her know that she's going to have her results for the next day. Yeah. And she's got Come a, by the school. I'll yeah. have your results. You go here. You don't have a kid or like a part-time <laughs> job or anything else. You do. Just come by the school. I'll give you your results. Uh, then we go to Joey's home and we get to see his mom again. She's always bringing it, I think, acting-wise. On oh, scene. she is awesome. <laughs> uh, we find out... That that there is a big problem for Joey going to the dance. Yep. If he he has to get better than a B on all his grades, otherwise he can't go to the dance. He's just promised uh, Caitlin. That yeah. Nothing's gonna happen. There's nothing gonna get in the way. The big problem here, though. That's a huge problem because, as we know, Joey's had to repeat the eighth grade, mm-hmm. and he didn't have good grades last time. And he's working harder, but you know who knows mm-hmm. how yeah. well he's gonna do. Do you think? That Joey should have maybe explained this caveat to Caitlin. Completely. He should have been like, hey, just so you're aware, totally want to go to the dance with you. But if I if I get any C's, mom's keeping me home. Yeah. Like yeah. she she straight up says, if anything goes wrong, he should be like, oh, 
By oh, yeah. the way. There's this high likely possibility that something actually will go wrong. I yeah. know about it. Um, yeah, no, I'm not going to tell you that, though. That's yeah, when he decided. Exactly. Do you think it was just Joey being so cocky that he's like, I got this? Or do you think he just was like, it'll figure itself out? I think he was... I don't think he was... Like, yes, I think he is a cocky person, but I don't think he was that cocky in this situation, I guess. Yeah. He was just kind of more like, we'll see what happens. He's just like avoiding the problem until later when yeah. he has to face it. A move I've done many times myself. Me I, as well. He also had this great line uh, to his mom where he's just like, hey, hey, hey. You were a chick once, right? I like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you were a chick once. And, uh, and he asks her if uh, if uh, Caitlin would like flowers. He's like, if you were Caitlin, would you like flowers at the dance? It's, it's, not, if, it's not too sucky? Was it's not too, I like that. It's, it's not too sucky. As if he's unaware if girls like flowers. Which might be a stereotype. I apologize if you're a listener at home and you're like, I don't like flowers. Fine. That's okay. But let's be honest. She's gonna like flowers. Yeah, she's like that's like it. that was a question. I think that question because we know Joey's a schemer. Uh, I think that question was his way of eventually going. Can I have money for flowers? Oh, that's. I think you're right. Actually, yeah. it was just his boy. He's just buttering. He's such yeah. like a smooth talker. Yeah, he works he's that like, far ahead. He's, you know, showing a little bit of insecurity. So his mom's like, "Oh, that's cute. She totally like flowers. It'll be better if you have flowers." And he goes, "About those flowers." I don't have any money for flowers. <laughs> Can I have your money for flowers? Yeah, that that was actually a really good end to this scene. That that scene well written. I'll give them okay it plus was a, it was a plus good one scene. to the writers yep. on that one. Yep. Uh, then we go back to school the next day, and I guess Joey got the money because he's teasing a surprise. See, this is the big problem. Yeah. He's not only avoiding now that he uh, we know he knows about the potential problem of his report yep. card. He's now doubling down and teasing a surprise. Oh yeah. And even before, I want to talk about this, but even before that, we have more tag. This scene starts off with more tag. That's right. Tessa yeah, and Scooter are playing mm-hmm. tag again. again it's yeah. the only thing these two <laughs> people have in common. Well, it's, it's like, uh, that's like the young kid way to like, be like, I like you. Girl. You think they think they got a thing for each other? Oh, totally. Yeah, they definitely. So it's how like, do you think Scooter feels when, uh, when uh, Tessa and Joey get together later on? Oh my god! He's you know, hurt. He's, okay. he's heartbroken. Think about the girls that Tessa or the guys that Tessa runs through since Scooter. She goes out with Alex. Yep. She goes out with Yick. She goes out with Joey. Like so, there's two other guys. Scooter is if he is holding a torch for her. Oh, he's it's burnt. It's burnt out. Burnt yeah. Burnt out. <laughs> yeah, like he's he's cried tears to put that Ooh. torch out. <laughs> I feel bad for Scooter now. It is funny to see. Uh, See, to see Tessa now, like so young, when we know, oh, like yeah. in the we know final episode, yeah, yeah she's uh, yeah, she's the but uh, yeah, some more tag, she's and getting then, the scarlet letter, and then yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, so Tessa, Joey hints at the flowers without saying anything, which is a little, oh, I think it was weird for me because it's like it's not a limo. It's yeah. not it's not a big surprise, you know? <laughs> no, like I feel like if he had just been like, Hey, I got you flowers, I'm like, Oh, thank you. Yeah. Like it wouldn't have been it, it, I don't know yeah. if you can call that a surprise. <laughs> no, it's he's putting a lot of bank on the flowers being awesome. Yeah, yeah, I think he's, so. He's really going like <laughs> she's gonna love these. But she's also really want like the way that she's like, What is the surprise? I wanna know the surprise. He's just like, No, he plays it real cool. Yeah, he's just and like she's She's not playing it cool herself. No. She's just like Tell me, tell me, tell me. She won't leave it alone. No, he's just like, hey, I gotta listen to Mr. Radich here, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and he plays it and so I, cool. I, you know what? I like that acting when he's like, hey, yeah. you pay attention. He's being a little cheeky about it. I like that. Um, the next scene is the grade nines, and Joe, or Wheels and Snake, rather, are running late to class, and just as uh, the teacher shuts the door, he has a great joke. He's like, yeah. yep. Don't let it happen again this year. And he's like, oh, So good. Last day. day of the year. Last day jokes, teach. Yeah. And then the fire alarm... Oh no! First, Wheels is told that he has to see him after class, and then the fire dun, alarm dun. starts going out yep. off. And did you hear what the principal said when they figured out it was a false alarm? Uh, he said it's definitely a false alarm. Oh right! I like yeah. the wording there. He's like, "Sorry guys, it's definitely a false alarm." <laughs> Everyone back to class. Everyone back to class. But it's uh, yeah. It seems like it'd be too quick for him to determine it's definitely yeah. a false alarm. Yeah. Like, yeah, the fire alarm goes off in my condo building constantly yeah and it takes them a good 15 minutes to figure that one out so i figure in a school like yeah. they would they would 
I think for you know. for a school, their protocol is like for sure. Okay, evacuate. Like, oh yeah, I mean, there's children there. Like people, kids are there. They wouldn't be like, don't worry about it, guys, sit down. Like they would have to check the whole school. The fire department would have to come. It'd be a whole process. Yeah, it wouldn't be like. 20 seconds yeah same thing at my girlfriend's apartment where when the fire the fire alarm just goes off and i'm just like it's fake and like yeah and then i'm like i look outside I'm like no people are gathered outside yeah <laughs> it's fine yeah i'm waiting for that day when we're done in trouble though <laughs> so then there's a lot of talking here of mr raditz just kind of wrapping up the school year and then he's like the bell goes he's like that's the last day that's the last bell of the school year and that's just the day ends and, and uh, Joey has to is asked to stay behind. Yeah, and even before right when that's uh-huh. happening, Caitlin goes, "Come on, Joey, tell me." <laughs> and then, I guess you will not let this go. And Joey says the line, which would never make it to TV now: "Chicks, they're so impatient." Oh, which I was impressed that they uh, threw that in there. Yeah, just the word "chicks" is really gone from the uh, the it's lexicon. Gone. It's eh? gone. Yeah. I don't miss it. I'm okay without it. I don't. Yeah, I guess I would have used it like, uh, but like. Probably condescendingly in a way that oh, is, is yeah, yeah, yeah. hateful and should be gone. Yeah, it would be like, <laughs> I really uh, respect chicks. Um, so Joey stays behind to talk to Mr. Raditz. Oh, wait, wait, you know what? There's this quick thing about Kathleen. That's and what I, was, I wrote that down, too. That's right. Uh, so Kathleen has no date. And this yeah. is the thing about the suggestions. But even before that, Melanie goes, Kathleen, I can't believe you don't have a date. Really? Because I can believe Kathleen doesn't have a date. Because Kathleen is the worst. Yeah, yeah. And as we find out later, which I won't give it away, she goes to the dance with the other worst. Ah, good point. Yeah, yeah. I think she gets what she deserves. Because, yes. okay, so when the, she's having people suggested to her. Yeah. So the first one is, uh, Melanie asks, how about Yick? And she says, not my type. Yeah. That's racist, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 100% <laughs> racist. Although then her problem with Luke is she's like, I don't date druggies. So, but again, maybe a veiled racist comment because yeah. he's black. So I yeah. guess it could be racism. Yeah. Melanie was like, what about the Asian? What about the black? Neither of those. So. <laughs> Who's he going to go with? We can just spoil it. She ends up going with Arthur. <laughs> yeah. Arthur, a white guy who doesn't do drugs and isn't Asian or black. So Yeah, she's his type. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then we find out that Joey's got two A's, four B's, and one C. Yeah, so... Oh, well, the one C's in French, though. Yeah, of course. Like, I might get some hot water for this, because my, my wife is... First, her first language is French. She's French-Canadian. But who gives a shit about French mm-hmm. when you're in grade eight? Like, no yeah. one's taking French and doing well in it in grade eight. No, my... It was brutal. I actually had, like, a really hard time i think in grade eight me too and it was weird like i was just had like a mo i was coming you know coming to terms with my emotions and there was this french teacher in our class and everyone just like talked through the whole class like the whole class no one would listen to him french French class was a joke and i just couldn't even believe it i was just like why is no one listening and then there was this like bell that my teacher had and like well everyone was like just talking and i just started like ringing the bell like repeatedly, ominous. I just did it over and over, and then slowly, like everyone, like stopped and just kind of like looking, and I was just like, I yelled kind of at everyone, and I was like, "Why you, you gotta listen?" And I was so mad. Wow! And it eventually turned into tears. On and then your, I, on your part, yeah, on my part, and then I just like walked out of class and like into the field. It was like such a weird thing. I like that. Yeah, it was I like, like your, I like your dedication to French class. I don't know why. I, I feel French like class. I feel like a dick for saying French class doesn't matter. Nah, and then like so, I was like really, I don't know why I got so upset about it though. Yeah. Like it was just like a weird. I think it was just like that time when you're just like going through stuff. Oh, totally. And. I just remember like going off to the fields and te- I didn't even really like this teacher that much, you know. It was just more the fact that everyone was like so hard on him. I just yeah. took it really rough. And then it was like I think the next class they like listened to him, and then so the- Tim made some changes. Yeah, and then the next class after that it was right back to normal. Yep, <laughs> it was just like I gave oh him my the God. one class <laughs> he didn't he didn't do well. Right back to talking. <laughs> yeah, I remember my the first time I really enjoyed French class was in grade nine. Uh, Mr. Monsieur was my teacher, and he was the coolest dude in the world because he was for one year in the seventies James Brown's tour manager. Oh, so he would just we just ask him stories and stuff all the time. And also, right after he quit that job, he uh, walked into the jungle with a backpack and didn't come out for a year. 
He just like spent a year in the jungle. jungle? He like I forget what country he went to, but it wasn't local, obviously. Uh, His African Lion Safari. (laughs) He got a job at African Lion Safari. No, he actually like like went into the jungle and like lived off the land for a year, and like that's what he did. He was like cool and awesome. But then he is cool. Yes. Yeah. I really. I I need to look him up and see if he's still alive. But he also (laughs) what kind of lost some cool points was his lawnmower wasn't working once properly and he it was clogged and he put his hand underneath to unclog it and he lost two fingers <laughs> so like that was kind of it balanced the cool yeah, factor yeah. of it because that was possibly the dumbest thing you could do yeah um but no he actually was really he made french class fun and i got like an 80 in that class which was crazy not wow. a c like joey no uh, you're going but, to the dance with caitlin <laughs> yes i am <laughs> Uh, so then, as soon as Caitlin's waiting outside of the classroom, which I thought was odd, oh, yeah, yeah, she's a little like kind of—I mean, she's close enough to the door to clearly hear what's going on. Uh-huh. Um, and it's kind of—it's not—it's not a private moment because the door's open, yeah. but give your give your guys some space. Yeah, a little. But so she and she was totally like eavesdropping her there. Too. Oh yeah. So as soon as uh, she walks out, she actually just gets right back into, "Oh, what's the surprise?" And yeah. then come she'll... on, Joey, tell me. <laughs> and then he has to drop the horrible news that he can't go with her, which. Because of the way it was written, it kind of felt like the surprise was that he couldn't go with her. Because oh, she's like, yeah. what's the surprise? And he's like, I can't go to prom <laughs> with you. Or I can't go to the dance with you. And imagine if that, in her yeah. head, she was like, that was the surprise? Yeah, that's What like, a dick surprise. That was, that was like, well played almost. <laughs> that was, but yeah, this is where we, as we were watching too and talking about it, like this is where he did the worst job. Yeah, he could have clearly explained to her. I mean, he did try. He said, oh, I have a deal with my parents. Yeah. And she's like, I don't want to hear any excuses. Yeah. I never want to see you again. Oh, yeah. This is where I was like, it's not a reason. It's not an excuse. It's a reason. That's, yes. Yeah, that was, a, that was a good line, actually. Yeah, like he, I mean, he did try. I'll give him some credit for that. He should have been more straightforward in the beginning mm-hmm. and been like, hey, there's a, there's a chance I could fuck up French uh, and we can't go to the dance. And when he tried to explain to her, she had no, wanted none of it. And I just I liked when she was like I don't I never want to see you again because in like two months they're gonna be in school together again. Mm. She's going to see him <laughs> You're again. You're gonna see him again. Yeah. <laughs> you may never want to, but it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Sorry, Caitlin. <laughs> uh, the next scene it starts with an, uh, the vice principal announcement just being like the furnace has been repaired and there yep. will be no more false alarms. So that which was a, is some foreshadowing. Yeah, a little for they're setting it up later that if we hear an alarm, it's not. It's not. Fa- name, that it's ain't not false. false. Yeah. Uh, Wheels gets his marks, and he's like, I passed, and the teacher's like, scraped by, more like Yeah, and the teacher was kind of a dick. Kind of a, well, sort he was of. Trying, he was trying to be, you know, helpful, and he's trying to explain, like, you didn't do well, but we're going to let you go forward because of what's happening. But he was kind of a jerk about it. Like, he was like, scrape by, more like it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, eh, kind of a dick. His, his parents died, and he went yeah. on a road trip and almost got touched by a dude. And well, I'm assuming most people don't know about that part, but <laughs> I think they'd be way more understanding. Yes. Uh, I guess he was trying to like put the fear in him, because he's like, nor- under normal circumstances, we would have you repeat, but, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically, you, your, your yeah. situation is different. So yeah. um, It's a little unclear if he's in i guess he's in the the academic which maybe oh no did you do an oac or were you the new i was the first year where there wasn't an oac okay there there it is so when i was in grade 11 when i was in grade 12 they had oac Uh when i graduated they weren't going to have it next year right something like that yeah so So a lot of my friends did what we called a victory lap which was just like a Uh half-assed second grade 12 yeah so which you know and that was probably people wanting to go to university i'm assuming right yeah uh, you really, yeah, so having OAC, it made it a lot easier because you could yeah. just take that time. Like my OAC year, I had two classes each semester, I think. Was OAC mandatory for you? No, it's not mandatory. It was never mandatory. Oh, okay. But Because I remember when I was a kid, there was you, a grade 13 that was mandatory. Like when I was like really little, my babysitter's son was in grade 13 and he like had to go to it. No, you don't, you know, no, o- OACs are never mandatory, but okay. you can't get into university without OAC credits. Oh. So it is, a f- I, so that is why I think someone would say you have to do it, because uh, you have to you. do it if you want to go to a university, but if you wanted to go to a college, you didn't necessarily need okay. them. Um, also, 
you could do you could fast track everything and yeah. do your own you could do them in you could do everything if you took like summer math and like different things and took no spares then you could finish it all by the end of grade 12 like my friend fast track so okay. he was done all of his oacs by uh, the, the same time as me and he was a year younger oh cool what screwed us up was because there was the oac year when i was in grade 12 mm-hmm. so that's two sets of people going to college and university at the same time the double the double cohort yes that really <laughs> screwed us up and i didn't get into my first choice college uh, yeah that sucks. but i ended up liking my second choice better so mm. see and that's why my friend went early so he could avoid the double cohort yeah. uh i i didn't get into mine either though i guess i wanted to go to sheridan I, that was my first choice too yeah oh and i went to, to the humber film and i went to seneca Ah, yeah. I looked. I considered Seneca. It was yeah. a good program. Yeah, I like. Yeah. I felt that a Humber was a good program, but it made it difficult to to. You could kind of focus on one thing, but it was tough to get a, a really big overview and do everything. That's. I mean, yeah. But it was good. They did like larger productions and smaller productions. Stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, I thought that was. It was a good program, yeah, but yeah. But also, I think about it now because I took it so long ago. How different the program must be. Oh yeah, I yeah. mean, when I went to college. This is all inside baseball for everyone. <laughs> but when I went to college, there was no HD. Oh, yeah. Like, we didn't learn any HD. I mean, it existed as a TV yes, format. Yeah. We didn't, all of our stuff was in yeah. SD, so we learned SD formats. That's true. That's um, for me, so too. We, we never learned any of the HD stuff, which, I mean, now, no. obviously, I work in TV. It was like and, DV cam or, yep. like, the large format cameras yep. and stuff. But DVC that, Pro and yeah. DV is what we used. It's same and, for me. Uh, yeah. It really screwed us up. And I guess we shot film, too. I never shot film. But I, I didn't really like it. Like, I went to school thinking I'd be, like, into, uh, like, I thought I'd be, want to be, like, director of photography or something yeah. like that. And I was just like, oh, no, I don't like oh, this no, at no, all. No. <laughs> I couldn't imagine working with film. Um, okay, yeah, let's Where get back into yeah, it. let's so go back into Degrassi. The next scene uh, I have is uh, Miss Avery going by the hair salon to visit yes, Spike. that was a pretty powerful scene. And she's just like, I have your report card. It's not good. It's not <laughs> like, good. <laughs> she, and... Spike doesn't even, like, look at it. She just puts the thing down and walks away. Yeah. Doesn't look how bad it is. Maybe she passed with 51s and everything, but she just assumes, like, I don't want to see this. And, yeah, so that's when, actually, Miss Avery kind of explains, too, that she she did pass. Yep. But in, in general, and that's when we're talking about, um, so in, the, in, in my stream of OAC, there was general and academic. Mm-hmm. So the, the academic ones led to the OACs. The general just led to like that's it. You just could go to call. You could apply to colleges with the general, but you couldn't really apply to university with general. So that was kind of what they're talking about here. So if it's earlier when Spike's mom asked her, "Do you want to go to university?" That's right. what they're kind of like getting at okay. here. Um, and then when Spike hears that she can do the correspondence to upgrade, she's just like, "Oh, my life's a mess because of this baby. I wish that I never had the baby." Yeah. And then Miss Avery drops a bombshell. Bomb. Yeah. She's like, at least you can have a baby. And you what would I, assume she has a health problem that she yeah, can't. Yeah, what I thought was interesting about that whole um, scene was that Miss Avery is parenting Spike while Spike's mom is just cutting someone's hair. Just Ooh. like, hey, you, you, you parent my kid, I'm good. Like, it, it, she literally at one point turns back to, to start cutting hair again. <laughs> She's just like, yeah, they'll handle it. Uh, which I thought was really kind of presumptuous <laughs> on Miss Avery's part. Yeah, that's an interesting seed that, like, you know, I would think if, like, some kid is, if some some teacher is parenting your kid, like, you'd be, like, kind of have something to say about it. Yeah. You'd at least feel like, hey, no, it's, it's my kid. I, yeah. I don't know. I guess she liked the help. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> the next scene's with Joey, and he's getting home. He's all dejected because he knows he has the bad report card. He, he is really sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is team melodrama in its finest. (laughs) And he shows his report card to his mom, and she's blown away because he got. She's amazed. Two A's. Two A's. Yeah, which I love (laughs) at the end of that scene. It's as if he's kind of Superman. She goes like, two A's. (laughs) And see, Joey's been all worried now about because of this this report card that he's not going to get to go to the dance with Caitlin. But his mom's just like, oh, it's no big thing. Yeah, even though two scenes earlier I said no exceptions. No there's exceptions. a there's yeah. a C. Yeah, but now it's fine. She's like, oh well, French C. Yeah, we she didn't. saw the French. <laughs> if it was math or something like that. She'd be like, maybe, but like French, she's like, no one cares. You live yeah, in no, Tor- we don't. Care. You live in Toronto. Yeah. No one needs to. Uh, <laughs> oh, French. No one needs French in Toronto. 
Oh, she laughed it off. And what was the other thing? Oh, yeah, Joey was like, I told Caitlin. Now she's mad at me. And then she's like, oh, that sucks. But you can go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah, if only you had warned her that this was a possibility. <laughs> yeah, if, if only you were somewhat responsible for the situation. Things might have been a little different, but <laughs> yeah, you can figure it out. You're a kid. Then we cut right to the dance, and Wheels is walking in with LD, which kind of surprised me. That was surprising. I mean, they, they did make it very clear they're just friends. Very clear, yeah. Yeah. Although but they was... were also both wearing green. Oh, yeah. They match. Can... Yeah, pr- LD arms? was like, I can't believe we're both wearing green. Which Hand- I thought I was... mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah little... it's, it's, it's not like they're both wearing the same brand it's just like it's a color it's yeah it's no big deal we both happen to pick a color wow (laughs) and also so when they walk up to snake he's just on fire he's like oh i didn't know you guys were an item oh yeah he's uh funny story about snake um i he attends all of my work uh parties oh yeah yeah i work for a company called banger films we Mm -hmm. make awesome rock documentaries and stuff and i don't know how he got involved he knows the owners and uh-huh. at our christmas party or halloween party he's just there oh very cool yeah, he's a really cool dude uh-huh. so i got to see him and i'm i'm usually don't geek out about like celebrities but him i'm just like oh my god it's, <laughs> it's snake oh my god have you have you talked to him about I it i haven't no you too I keep, the- so then I'll, you haven't really celebrity geeked out yet. You've no, but when I, afar, when I, I see him, I, usually when I see a celebrity, I'm like, oh, cool, a celebrity. And with him, I'm like, oh, my God, look who it is. <laughs> um, every time he, he arrives late and I'm already too drunk, and I'm like, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> I'm not going to be that guy and just be like, oh, my God, I love Degrassi. You're like, keep so, it cool, Clopot. Yeah, right? exactly. Keep it cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he is on fire. Oh, yeah, um, and Joey walks up. He's like, oh, flowers for me? Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Just if only he had pursued comedy instead of principaling. <laughs> is principaling a word? It is I now. Mean, it is now. It is now. We've coined it. Uh, then it cuts to the dance. See, I, I, I don't know if you remember the big dance from season one. That's the one where they get drunk before it. Oh, yes. Heavy, heavy on the dance intercuts like we're talking oh, yeah. minutes of episode on just straight dance moves of yep. these kids like yep. embarrassing so they went a little lighter in this one yeah they're like we've been, we've been there <laughs> one of the twins was getting a little dirty dancing she was lifting up her skirt a little bit Woo! she was Woo! Oh, it was boy. Uh, i which way which is the prude one and which is the not so prude one i can never remember erica is n- Heather is the prude. Heather's the prude. Say. So I it, was probably, say. it was probably I feel like Erica. I'm messing it up too. It was it was probably Erica. <sighs> We're gonna. I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna stick okay. to my gut. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> and I've but, made this mistake uh, so many times. I feel. Yeah. And uh, that's also when uh, Arthur and Caitlin walk in together. All right. Yeah. And uh, Arthur um, will not shut up about how rich he is because <laughs> he turns to Caitlin and says, uh, "Did you only ask me to the dance because my mom's rich?" As if that's some sort of, like, oh, if I ask him to the dance, then I get money? Yeah. Like, that didn't really make any sense to me. I guess uh, maybe step one in a yeah. long game. Yeah, it's a he's long like, game. He's just like, listen, if you're doing that, that's cool. I that's just cool. want to I know. just want to be aware. Because <laughs> then Caitlin, or Kathleen, who is the worst. Yes. Um, I hate her more than any character on this show. Uh, she turns to Arthur and says two things. First of all... I didn't ask you to the dance. I asked you to ask me to the dance, which doesn't make any sense, doesn't have any difference to it. And second, I don't care that your mom's rich or something like that. And it's, she, I just hate her so much. And then her other reason was, I didn't, and also, I didn't ask you because you're rich. I just asked you because, number two, you're a boy. So you're a boy, yes. I was like, oh, so it's just because I'm anyone. I'm anyone. I'm anyone. Wait. Any white person. Yes, there we go. <laughs> I am a white male. And then Arthur goes, thanks, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Which, he should be a little annoyed by that one, I guess. Yeah, he wasn't as, like, aware of how I'm annoyed. <laughs> and then he just, a little oblivious. He's still like, oh, I'm glad to be here. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a loser. Uh, then there's a scene of Scooter and Tessa. They're working the uh, the punch bowl, I guess. Yeah. And they're like, Scooter's like, dancing's so stupid. And then Tessa's like, well, it is a good aerobic exercise. Yeah. It's kind of in, like, it's, sometimes I feel like they, when they write these characters, like, there's no, like, board where they're like, these are their traits. Because mm. Tessa in this is very, first of all, childish, but then also, like, 
you know, it's very good aerobic exercise, like very like robotic nerd. <gasps> yeah. And yeah. Then later on, she's like, not so much. She's like, hey, who can I screw today? Um, so I'm she's trying kind to of, think. I feel like maybe she was a bit nerdy because she was tutoring Yik. Oh, yeah. But then she That's also, only- didn't she get a test from uh, Alex because he... Uh, because he had all the answers, and she didn't want to study for the test. Right. Yeah, that was another. She was kind of using it. Yeah. Ah. So she is like a mixed bag, I guess. She's but got, I mean, I, think, I, yo, I don't think there was a board with the character traits. No, I'm not no. saying that. Yeah. Except like Joey and cool, probably. Yeah. That was about it. Just one big whiteboard, Joey <laughs> equals cool. Uh, and that's the entire that was scope it. of the show. Yep. And then they start playing tag again. That's right. So then they, yeah. he's, he's Which, basically like, you got to stay here and watch the punch all night. She's like, I do. And then like he runs off and she chases Who them. booked them to do this job knowing, knowing their <laughs> predisposition for tag? Like who was like, who should we get who will stay at this table all night? Oh, I know. The two people who are constantly running around the school playing tag. But also, I think it's the punch bowl. It doesn't really need any monitoring. No, no. I mean, I think the, the point is that no one will spike it. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. But Spike's already there. And then they run by the twins and Lucy again. And then Lucy she again. She says the line. Yeah, what did she say? Bye-bye, Degrassi Junior High. <laughs> I'm giving it up your dad. I'm hoping this becomes a theme on the show from now on. Every time a character says the name of the episode, you clap. And it quite possibly will happen yeah. outside of just Degrassi Junior High nice. now. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine me and your dad are in a theater together and we both do it. We'll just like lock eyes we like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Michael Klopot has uh, influenced. Yeah, I like it. Uh, uh, and Radish is our DJ. Yeah, he was named. He he said his name in the big dance episode where he's like, "I'm DJ R- Rowdy Rockin' Radage." Wow, <laughs> didn't drop that one again. But I know, I know so who do he you is. Think this is he only DJs the school events, or do you think he is a DJ outside of school? No, I think he only DJs the school events, but I want to believe that he I DJs outside to, of the school. I want him to be at, like, Velvet Underground, or I'm trying to think what other clubs would be open still then. Uh, no, the one I'm thinking was he was, he was DJing some the, the underda- underground rave scene, uh, I think, in its inception. That's what Like in, like, like, abandoned warehouses, exactly, things like yeah, that. I like yeah. that. He visited Detroit in the late 80s there, and <laughs> found out about the scene, went out west, checked out what they were doing new york of course of course He's constantly traveled there and brought dj rowdy roddy radage records with him back to toronto where like he it. established the scene yeah I that's like exactly what i think happened yeah. i mean he has like summers off and he has christmas off he has march break there's so much time he has to be touring as a dj exactly plus like he can be marking papers while he's spinning you know right because let's be honest you hit play um and then it spins and that's all you do as a dj hey, yeah you know get the other one lined up yeah you know, it depends it depends how much of a turntablist he was yeah I can't get into specifics <laughs> i'm hoping he was scratching just like because that would be really funny to me that'd be awesome yeah uh, I noticed too they actually had an actual song playing at one point, which I blew did my mind. That. I was like, "What's going on?" Uh, oh, and that's when Spike walks up to Miss Avery and asks to like, "Hey, can I come into school tomorrow and get those correspondence?" She's like, "She never, she never really apologizes nope. though to her. No, she's just like, I'm gonna take your advice." Well, that's the thing about like teen melodramas. No one apologizes. They just do the thing you wanted them to do. Mm. You know, it's not it's not gonna be like, "Hey, sorry, I had sex with your boyfriend." It's more like, "Hey." Do you want to get brunch tomorrow? And mm-hmm. like that's the apology yeah. somehow. And uh, oh yeah, Mr. Radich kicks off a slow song too, and yeah. everyone starts dancing real close and Ooh, awkward. Yeah. Uh, I think even before that, I noticed the nerds dancing to some like seventies. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. They were all was, like, I don't know who told them to do that. Like, <laughs> this is the director, the director. Yeah, something. the director who's There's definitely no dance choreographer on this app. <laughs> no. Um. Oh yeah! Also, we had this this first time since uh, the Taken Off episode part one that we see uh, Shane and yep. he's coming in with Luke in a stra- in a what do you call that Walker on a Walker on a Walker and it doesn't there's no payoff either they just see him and then never again yeah it was there's just no like, like oh, I would have liked to see a scene with him in like uh, Spike or something. You know, just like a quick, like, hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? How's a, Emma? There's a slight payoff because Luke hadn't visited Shane and, like, been seeing Shane for the oh, last bit okay. since then. And Tim kind of yelled at him, was like, you, you know, you should... And so I think that it's shown that Luke 
is like taking the time or like maybe even being accountable for what happened to Shane mm-hmm. and is like so that that's what I think yeah. anyway. And but, I like Shane's attire. He kind of was dressed like a like your rich uncle mm-hmm. like or a rich grandfather. He had this kind of uh, scarf where a tie would be, and it was uh, it was all right. I liked it. I wonder if they were deciding what to do with the Shane character at this point still, because we know obviously he has some serious brain trauma yeah. later on. But at this point, like you wouldn't know one way or the other. So I wonder if they hadn't really decided yet. And they're just like let's stick him in a scene. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and also another person we saw very briefly uh, was uh, where I wrote it down: Simon and Alexa. You see oh, yeah. them for like one shot. They're dancing. Uh-huh. They have no lines in the episode. Yeah, but they're not in it. Them. Yeah. Weird. I, I guess even Michelle, yeah, because it was Michelle, beside Michelle and uh, BLT dancing. Right. And BLT then, has a line, though. Yeah, he's like, hey, look, Wheels is here, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> or not Wheels, he says to Wheels, yeah. hey, Shane's hey, here. Shane's here. Um, so then they show uh, Scooter and Tessa just chasing each other around the school. Yeah. And they hear the false alarm. And then they're like, oh, it's probably just another false alarm. But we heard earlier there won't be any more false yeah. So they keep chasing. And as they get deeper in the school, they smell smoke. Then she touches the door, and she's like, the handle's hot. It's like, then hey, don't, these are two, two signs. When- <laughs> Do not open I think we, we missed something, though. What's that? Because we missed when Caitlin and Joey get together oh, in yeah, the hallway. Oh, yeah, I guess I did skip over that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that beautiful. That was a beautiful moment. Um, oh, yeah, here it is. I have it right here. You're yeah, right. and I liked that Caitlin was dressed like like the emperor from like a movie in the future, set in the future. Yeah, Caitlin's outfit was crazy. I there was crazy. there was chains, there was studs, there was there was sparkles. Like I picture her, she kind of looked like she was in a music video set in the future. She looked like it was like a prince outfit. Yeah, hundred percent. It was like a gothic. Prince outfit didn't have like a puffy shirt with it, but no. like it was so weird. You're right, like yeah. a... <laughs> And then Joey sees her and puts the flowers behind his back, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm gonna get her now with these flowers." And she comes down the stairs. They lock eyes, and he hands her the flowers, and she loves them. So that was a payoff. Mm-hmm. So Joey's mom's money didn't get wasted on those flowers. <laughs> uh, and then they like, "Hey, do you want to dance? Let's go dance." And then Joey says, "Are you still mad at me?" And Caitlin says, nah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Nah. Nah. <laughs> yeah, that was such a weak answer. Yeah. Hope you're not mad. Nah. Nah. <laughs> you know, it's a little bit. Yeah. No, I'm just, this just kind of dawned on me, because, like, the the Scooter and, and Tessa run by Joey and upstairs. Yeah. And then Caitlin is coming downstairs. Yeah. So the gym is in the basement? I think so. I mean, I, I think the school, because based on the way, because then they, they run upstairs, they run around Caitlin, they run down to the gym, yeah. and they run down further. Yeah. I think it's like a split-level school. It must be. That is the only way it makes sense yeah. for the gym to be downstairs. And it is a real school, so it's not like some set designer messed up. Like, obviously, that's the way the school is set up. Yeah, because we it, actually see them going into the gym. There would yeah. be kind of like, yeah, I think it just seems like they would have gone out of their way. <laughs> to shoot that's so weird but that's just weird to me i guess just thinking it's about weird, it it's a weird it's a weird laid out school Did, i think i read something the other day that the school's being torn down oh really yeah eh? the school oh. they shot these in i'm surprised they wouldn't get like uh heritage status or something yeah like almost like it's i mean he's been going it's been for 30 years like <laughs> for so longer actually because they did yeah. the kids of the degrassi street started in the late 70s so i think there's like a plaque out front like telling you it was degrassi who shot there and and then, like, a big sign telling you not to approach the, <laughs> you know, stay off private property. Yeah, probably. Like, the like the house that Steve Jobs and uh, Steve Wozniak first started Apple in, mm-hmm. it's private property. And, like, there's a sign that says, like, you know, take pictures from the street, but do not go on private property. Uh, you think the Grassy School in, is it North York? Where is it? Etobicoke? It's Etobicoke, that school. I yeah. wonder if, like, they have a similar, like, because I'm sure they get flooded with mm. people who are like, I want to go to that school. I'm sure they don't. I was that I sarcasm. Know, flooded, but no, that's sarcasm. I'm sure one person a year, some... one person a year goes, I think that's that school, and then keeps driving. They get some drips. I don't know if they're flooded. Oh, definitely a few drips. Uh, so then, yeah, like Tessa and Scooter, they see, they open the hot door against anyone's advice yeah. and see like some flames. Some that's 
guess now we can talk about the practicality of that. Was that real fire there? That was real, real fire. fire yeah. Because of the way it, there, there's no way they green screened it that mm-hmm. good in 89. Uh, but uh, so yeah, they actually had to do some real fire in that room. And then they ran away. And that's where we saw like eight barrels of flammable, flammable. Just sitting around yep, by that yep. fire. Which I think, because that door is a metal door. It's probably a fire door. Mm. By not closing it. Oh my God. Tessa, <laughs> Tessa and Scooter are the reason the school blew up. Oh wow! Because yeah, if they, they, if they had closed the door, door, then that those barrels of flammable wouldn't have gone up. No, uh, and the school would have been saved. But yeah, definitely that that explosion definitely expediated the fire. Oh, hundred uh, percent. And when they're running around, because the the dance music is just the dance is so bumping, nobody can hear. No one can hear it. The fire alarm's going off, so they're just running around saying, fire? No one believes them. That's kind no. of funny, actually. Well, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. Stop playing around, guys. Yeah. Like, no one believes them, as if they're the kids who yelled fire, like, as if it's their thing every day. Yeah, like, they could have set that up earlier, I guess, they, whether they were running around or something. Yeah. These kids running around, they don't know about fire. Yeah. <laughs> but they just, no one believes them. And even at one point, they, pick your pick your audience, is what I say. They run up to... Wheels and Snake and go, there's a fire, as if these two kids care at all. Like, go up to, like, maybe Alex or Maya Mm. or maybe Caitlin, someone who cares. Yeah. You know, someone who might go, oh, I believe you because I, you know, I'm not just a punk kid. But they go up to Wheels and Snake and go, guys, there's a fire. (laughs) And Wheels and Snake go, just go dance, guys. (laughs) So I thought it was interesting. Yeah, basically, when, like Snake would have been when if Snake Snake was so on, he would have been like, "Yeah, there's a fire in my pants" or something. Yeah. Like he would have had a yeah. great line that for was, him. Yeah, or a fire on the dance floor yeah. or some something. He, <laughs> that would have been Joey. I think he was like, "Oh, fire on the dance floor because of my moves." Yeah, yeah, and he does like a moonwalk or something. <laughs> yeah, there was Spins definitely off. a missed opportunity for a joke in that one, but uh, I don't understand what they like because they eventually go to. Rowdy Rockin' Radich? Yeah, that that's it. it. That's Rowdy Rockin' Radich. <laughs> they finally go to him. Uh, why don't you start there? Yeah, that, that would be the first place. One, he's got a microphone to make announcements. He's got a microphone. He can Two, turn down the music. Stop the music. <laughs> he's, he's a, a, he's a, a one he's an authority shop, figure. One-stop like, shop mm-hmm. on getting out of this building. Saving Save, everyone's lives. Yeah. But then I think it's not until the explosion, like, where they're like, they hear it, that they're like, ah, like, then everyone's freaking out. Oh, yeah. Um, and then they get outside the school. Seems like everyone makes it out safe pretty easily. Um, not Joey right away. Everyone's freaking out. Where's Joey? Oh, yeah. And then Joey comes and hugs Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Nice little moment. And then I was, like, really wondering, because I thought the fire special effects looked really good. They were surprisingly great. Like, I wasn't sure if it was a practical or... You know, like a, it's interesting. I mean, it looked practical, mm-hmm. but it, like, I mean, I've worked in TV and film for the last like twelve years, so I know that it couldn't have been. There's uh, one shot. It looks like what I noticed is it looked like the fr- the flames like literally went through the building. Yeah. you know what I mean. They so were just like, like sticking out of glass. Yeah, and it didn't, it, yeah. It didn't seem like I mean, flames kind of like things burn through, but like that when it just kind of looked like it went straight through. Yeah, no. you know, like it, it, so, it didn't. It definitely. I don't think it was practical, uh, but it was surprisingly good for 1989. Yeah, it was the it was like when they were doing the flat shots, where you're just looking at it straight, and it was like black window too. That's why it seemed like yeah, if it, it's night, but I don't think they would have been black. Still, there would have been some sort of like reflection off them or something, yeah. right? Like, so it's tough to say, but I guess it was like it was a good special effects for me. Like I was surprised. I was just looking online. Oh, I was impressed to just see if anything was written about it or, and the only thing I saw was like a negative review. I was like, really? Like, no, it was good. It was good. I mean, it's currently 2016 and I figure, you know, based on a budget of a show like that. Yeah. It's just as good. Would have been just as good now as it was then. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, I think the flames probably would have looked more CGI now. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, they would have gone to Shutterstock and bought some fake flames (laughs) and just threw them on there. Uh, But uh, yeah, it was really interesting that they did that. And everyone's sad and crying, which I, who cares? That is something, yeah, I think we'd be more excited. Like, seeing your school burn down? If (laughs) I was there, I would have been, I would have been roasting a marshmallow. It would have been amazing. Like, so much so that, 
when we buy fireworks, there's a little thing called the burning schoolhouse. <laughs> like, we want to see our school burn down, and these kids are devastated. And one kid yells out, which I thought was really funny, was, where are we going to go to school? Oh, yeah. Like, they'll figure it out. Like, you're not going to be mm-hmm. without a school forever. Yeah. Um, but I just, I just thought... <laughs> I like was, how that's the first... Where are we going to learn? <laughs> yeah. What is going on? Also, it's the, the summer is... Like, it's not like... They yeah. have like two, three months to figure it out. They'll they'll deal with this logistical nightmare, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might have to take a bus, all right, kid? <laughs> Luckily, we live in Toronto. Teach, get, a teach, get a metro pass. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the screen... It's a... It's the most final, I'd say. Well, I guess not. I was going to say it's the most final freeze frame of the season, but it still does leave a lot of questions. Freeze framing on the school on yeah, fire, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just more, you know what's happening here, though. And then oh, yeah. we'll find out, like, you know, they're going to get, it, this, this, the show progresses from junior high and becomes junior high, or high, <laughs> and becomes Degrassi High. Yes, it's, it a, does. it's a metamorphosis, like yeah. a, much like a teenager going through puberty. <laughs> we get a bigger school. That's yeah. right. I remember. <laughs> It's a lot more hair on the school. (laughs) (laughs) Hair where there was no hair before. (laughs) You might at night the school starts to leak a little bit. (laughs) Couple days a month the school is not as friendly as it used to be. (laughs) Now the school can give birth to other schools. Keep keep coming, keep coming. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't end there. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think. I think that was pretty much the whole episode. That was the episode. But yeah, I got some follow, a follow-up question for you. What's your favorite Degrassi episode of all time? I mean, I feel like it's it's just so like I, the the one where Wheels goes to Port Hope and gets touched mm-hmm. by a dude in a in a car was always one of my favorites. I don't know. There's a bunch of really good ones. I think the one where um, Michelle's dad is really racist. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the AIDS episode's really good. Oh, yeah, that one's That's a really great. good one. Yeah. Which uh, is, like, really more like an arc, I think, too. It's a few. It's yeah. a few, yeah. And what I find funny about, like, teen melodrama is whatever's going on in their lives is also what's going on in school. Mm-hmm. So the episode where, um, oh, I forget his name now, uh, the guy who gets AIDS, um, uh, the bully. Dwayne. Dwayne. The episode where he gets AIDS is also the one where the school decides to talk about AIDS. Ah, So, like, yes. while he's sitting there, like, silently, like, you know, t- realizing he has AIDS and all this, or HIV, sorry. Yeah. Um, you know, the school <laughs> is like, we're going to talk to everyone about HIV and AIDS. And then they're like, I ain't no homo. I'm not going to get, like, it's it's kind of interesting how they do that. And they do it to the degree where they start talking about it before he figures out that he has yeah. AIDS. Yeah, so oh, he's yeah. just, like, him and what his buddy are just kind of, like, making, I'm not, they're, like, doing, oh, Come on, God. like they're just doing oh, like yeah. the yeah. gay voice and stuff. Yeah, it's it's very uh, foreshadowing to what happens, and it's that's a great episode. Okay, let's talk uh, too. What what's your Twitter? What kind of stuff? You just had a short film come out too, yes. not long ago. Um, so I'll say yeah, my short film, Dogs and Buns. Uh, it's a spoof conspiracy about why hot dogs and buns don't come the same amount. <laughs> uh, I've always kind of wondered why, and I one day I was writing and I was like, I wonder if this is like a huge conspiracy. That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> uh, so I wrote it. We got it Indiegogo back. We made it. Um, it's being shopped around to festivals right now. Um, if you want to see it, you can go to uh, dogsandbuns.com with like with the letter N. Mm-hmm. Uh, or dogsandbunsfilms.com, sorry. Uh, and uh, you can see, I think you can still pre-order it there. Uh, but yeah, it was a fun It was a fun film to make. It was my my writing debut, my directing debut, my producing debut. So And it, it did well. People like it. So um, you can see my film. Uh, you can see my Twitter at uh, Matt's Kinda Funny, M A T T S K I N D A F U N N Y, where I try and tell sorry. jokes. Mm-hmm. And you uh, also have a new podcast coming up. I pretty do soon, have a new right? podcast. Yes, uh, it's called the Air Bud Podcast. That's P A W D C A S T. We like that pun. That's amazing. Uh, with my friend Leon and uh, our producer Juliana, we uh, we realized that there are 14 Airbud movies. Mm-hmm. We realized that's too many Airbud movies. That's a lot. Uh, <laughs> so we're uh, we're going to start watching them and reviewing them, and so you don't have to watch them. You can just listen <laughs> to us. Um, that's coming out soon, uh, but you can follow us on Twitter, uh, Airbud Podcast, on Instagram, Airbud Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, and we're going to have episodes out every other week. 
Uh, so stay tuned for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. I'll post uh, for Dogs and Buns in the description of this episode. And then really? in the future, I'll uh, post up about the uh, the uh, other podcast coming Yeah. Out. Beauty. Matt, thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I am, like I said, I'm a huge fan of the podcast. So being able to be on it was huge. And uh, hopefully you'll have me back. Oh, definitely. And so thanks again for coming back to Degrassi. Da-da-da.